and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey man what's happening well i thought someone was either sleeping in your car (laughs) or uh you had left your headlights on i thought you did the move because we're having an issue here in our building where we have a uh a renegade homeless guy who's been in and out of our building he'll live here for a couple days he hides out in offices that uh that are closed and um it's a little freaky, man. You get here, it's you know, it's pitch black early in the morning. My head's on a swivel, man. I'm not even kidding. So I, uh, my, I fastly walk to the uh, front door from my truck. My wife hates to be uh, in the house by herself. So if she knows that she's going to get to the house before me, she'll sit in the driveway and talk on her phone. Uh, and I thought you were doing that. I, I rolled in and I'm like, is he sitting in his car waiting for me to pull into the parking lot so we can walk in together? Yes, that's exactly what I should have been I doing. Really. I really thought, then I just saw the homeless guy rummaging through your truck, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay, all right. He's Maybe not I'll, waiting for me. I might just swing outside your house and wait for you to drive, and then I'll follow you in. <laughs> now I put a uh, sign on the door that says, homeless have no home here. So hopefully he abides by that. I love the guy down the hall. I had no idea what's going on. He's going to get his ass jumped. Yeah, yeah. I had, I had to fill him in that we might be dealing with a Rambo yeah. situation. He comes in in slippers. How are you going to fight a homeless guy in slippers, you're man? Gonna, you're you're going to slip. It's in the yeah. name. You're going to slip. I got my key between my fingers, but it's weird because it's one of those automatic starts, so it's not really sharp. Just like a little thing, like a nub thing. But in case I have to go down, man, I'll go down with this homeless guy. I'm wearing my Doc Martens. I'm good. Good for you. That's curb stomping yeah, stuff Yeah, right so I can beat him yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, everybody, it is a White Trash Wednesday. We're going to dive into that. I only know that because it's the day after Taco Tuesday in my house. We did it last night. Yeah, yeah, we, we did too. It was pretty did, magnificent. We did Taco Tuesday last night in my house. Yeah. Uh, we're going to find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day, too, so hang tight for that. And I believe if Shannon, our promotional queen, isn't a liar, we got tickets for AEW. That's going to be next Wednesday in Atlantic City, which we'll start hooking you up with four packs uh, coming up this morning. How about your first pick of the morning? Uh, we're talking about, uh, I've done some 41 Fat Lip. Yesterday we did American Hi Fi. It's all this music from 2001 when I first got in the radio. Some of the big bangers. And I forgot. This is a great song. Lenny Kravitz, it's again. 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Thing sucks. I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for you. New Jersey yesterday reported another 115 confirmed COVID-19 deaths and 2,417 cases as the state's seven-day average for confirmed positive tests continues to plummet. still doing this, huh? This coronavirus thing? Uh, It's the levels prior to the Omicron variant. Uh, The state's seven-day average fell to 4,742, down 41% from a week ago. Seems like a while since the last variant. we got to be close to another thing here, I think they tried a couple new ones and it didn't stick. Oh, during, just during the Omicron run, there was like ah, oh, there's there's one. Remember they it was they had the it was the flu and COVID together. That's right. They called it um, the Floronis. Kofa flu. Yeah. Uh, the coronavirus pandemic enters its third year. Most Americans said in a new poll that they are ready to live with the virus and just move on. In part because. Some people don't want to be vaccinated, yeah. and they're tired of dealing with it. I'm waiting for a Spironavirus to come, and that's spring in the coronavirus. Uh, in a Monmouth University poll, 70% of Americans agreed that it was time to accept that COVID is here to stay, and we just need to get on with our lives. Not me. I want to go back into isolation. Uh, with just 28% disagreeing, in addition, only 34% said they believe the U.S. would get the virus under control and return to normal by the end of 2022. We should start vaccinated babies right out of the womb. And then lock ourselves in for another two years. That's what I think we should do to stop this thing. This is a big shakeup in the NFL. Brian Flores has sued the NFL and three teams, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the New York Giants, alleging discrimination regarding his interview process with Denver and New York and his firing last month by Miami. The 58-page lawsuit was filed in Manhattan Federal Court on Tuesday. In it, 
Flores alleges Dolphins owner Stephen Ross attempted to incentivize him to tank or purposely lose games shortly after he was hired in 2019, with Ross allegedly offering him hundred grand for every loss that season. Flores said that uh, has the team won games late in the season, Dolphins general manager Chris Greer told him Ross was mad at him on, field, on his on-field success or for his on-field success while compromising the team's draft position. Additionally, Flores alleges Ross pressured him into meeting uh, a recruit that was a prominent quarterback at the end of the 2019 season, which all fingers point to Tom Brady. Oh, wow, they wanted him. And huh? it was an illegal right, it was an illegal yeah. meeting, yeah. and so Flores refused to take it. This goes on all the time. This guy just got caught. Well, so my favorite one is he said that he interviewed with the, the Broncos, and they weren't interested. And he said John Elway came in still reeking of booze from the night before. Yeah, that's just the night before for John Elway. (laughs) That's news. What about sports? Sixers, Wizards, that's going to be tonight. Flyers beat the Jets 3-1. Is it the All-Star break? Because the the Flyers are off for the next couple days. Yes, and they, uh, boy, they just got on that hot streak. Uh, They're two out of the last two they won. Yeah, they they won two games out of the last 15, I think. Uh, And the uh, Denver Broncos, they're up for sale. It looks like it's going to go for four billion dollars. That's amazing. It's the uh, it'll wow. be it'll set the record for any North American sports franchise. Uh, that's news. That sports brought to you by the Ocean Casino Resort, Atlantic City. Visit theoceanac.com. Hey, clouds and sun high up to forty five. Cloudy tonight. Over that low of thirty eight tomorrow for your Thursday. Chance of rain high up to forty nine. Thirty outside right now. One hundred point seven ZXL South Jersey's rock station, and the ZXL Morning Show. God, my wife is so bad with time. <laughs> and it wasn't even that she was okay. She was late, but she was late for the wrong reason. Now my little guy had this. It's called a terrific student. And I he, uh, saw a little yeah. ceremony for him. That's good. He's like a student of the month or something, right? Yeah. So it goes in. Um, so it goes into our calendar that it starts at ten thirty is when the assembly See, is. First right? problem. It's these calendars on the phones. People don't take them seriously. You need the old calendar up on the wall so you can see it every day. We got this one. I'm looking. I'm saying, okay, it's 1030. It's what I have to go on. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's, yeah People you, put them in their phones, and they're like, oh, I'll get the alert. People don't care because they're, they're, they're doing everything else on their phone. It gets buried. You need the old school ones that mom and dad had, and, and mom wrote when all the bills were due. Yeah, it had an oil company sponsored it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah Sunoco. Yes. <laughs> it was like, it was, uh, it was different uh, scenery shots. But yeah, that's what you have. You got to have the old calendar. So I'm all excited for this thing, right? And I'm trying to plan my day because I have other things going on. It's like, okay, 1030. I'm home. It's like 940. I'm eating some quiche, and uh, I'm not even dressed. So my wife says, by the way, it starts at 10. I was like, what do you mean it starts at 10? It says in the calendar at 10. She's like, I had the letter in my hand. For some reason, I thought it was 1030. I'm like, it's, it clearly said, obviously, 10 o'clock that this thing started. She found out through a neighbor. I would have missed the entire thing if she didn't call and contact and the neighbor because his kid was a terrific kid, too. That's something kids will remember. So, like, exact, dude, yeah. it would have been so. Mom and so... dad not there. All the other mom and dads are there. You look out in the crowds, nobody. There would have been no way for me to explain this to my kid. And I don't know if she understands what a big deal was. So she puts it into the calendar wrong. So now I, I throw the quiche. I don't even finish it up. I, I, I've got a dirty sweatshirt on and a scully cap. And I just, <laughs> now I run to the thing looking like a homeless guy. So I get there. I'm sitting down. I was like, where are you? I'm almost there, almost there. So now the thing is started. I'm in the assembly. Now, they got a— Now, you look like the good parent. Of course I do. Yes, I'm on time five minutes early. I've signed in. I got my name tag. It says I'm not here to kill a kid. I'm here just to—I'm here for the assembly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I love those name tags. So I'm sitting in there, and all the parents are there, and now the principal comes up. Like, my wife's not here. Now, there's two entrances in. There's one right next to where the woman is talking and one in all the way the back of the auditorium. I was like, okay, how's how's my wife going to get in there? Principal comes up. She starts talking. Uh, be proud, parents. Yeah, look what you've mm-hmm. done for your kids. The kids are hard workers, blah, blah, blah. About five minutes in, I see my wife. She starts pulling on the door next to yeah. where the now woman everyone's is. everyone's staring. Now I'm looking. I'm like, oh, no. Is she going to know to go to the back? Or how long is she going to pull on this door? Because all you got to do is push the button out, open the door. I can't get a video fast. Now I'm videoing my wife trying to pull this door. <laughs> I can't get the video fast enough. I finally, I did get the shot, and she finally came through the back. And I'm like, don't you feel like how embarrassing? How embarrassed did you feel going into the assembly and coming in like ten minutes late in it's front of tough, all the man. kids? Uh, being a divorced dad, you know, you have to make sure that you get to everything because sure. you don't want the kids to think that you're not doing stuff. And I would be, I, you know, and this is an, and the kids were an hour away, so I'd be, I mean, jumping over bushes 
and running in. You know how many assemblies I had to stand against the wall in right. the back because because yeah. I was I I had just gotten there on time. Yeah, and you try and get your kids' attention. And I'm like, not going to hey, be well. Well, this, I love you. So, I do love you. I'm back here. So but I that love was you. the move. Was I didn't want to go. I'm not going to be one of those parents who's like fighting for a seat. So I would go and stand in the back. But by standing in the back. Kids see you. Yeah, yeah. The kids see you because you're the only dad in the back standing up. So, so that works. But I remember I got to give a lot of credit to my brothers. Both my parents worked, uh, so they didn't get to a lot of stuff. But it, my brother's ten years older than me, so he was in college. He would he would make sure that if my parents weren't at something, he would show up. That's nice, man. That yeah, was that was yeah. cool. I give him a lot of credit for that. Uh, and being a kid that that you know because it sucks, man. And I understood my parents worked. I get it. And uh, so, like, I understood they couldn't come out to everything, but uh, it was nice to have somebody there. Yeah, my mom did. My dad didn't come out to anything, but that's how it was back then. I mean, the guy worked construction. He wasn't going to take off his construction job to meet at 11 o'clock because the kids got so a is. terrific and thing. My dad would be in Saskatoon, and, like, he's like, yeah. what, what do you want me to do? And, and we didn't have FaceTime back then. You know, I, if I was lucky if I talked to my dad every other day on, on, on a landline. Because he, he traveled, and mainly he worked out of Canada. I mean, my dad missed my graduation, my high school graduation. Yeah, but that was because he. you said he was, like, watching Hunter. It was a Friday night. It was 6 o'clock. He was home from work. Yeah. When I got home, he was He was watching in Jake a, and the yeah, Fat he Man. Just, he just didn't want to go <laughs> to the high school graduation, you know? I don't know, Dad. I get home, you're showered, cleaned up, you already ate. Yeah, maybe you keep your work pants on and be like, son, just got so home, man. Did she Concrete give, truck was late. Did she give you a reason on why she was late? Uh, yeah, we put it in the calendar wrong. So I get she, that, yeah, yeah. But, but she still got you there on time. So why, when she called you at 940 to say it was at 10, why didn't she immediately then also head to the school? She was dropping off a mirror in Westville. Okay. So, yeah, she had to she had to hurry it on up there. So, yeah, she only missed 10 minutes of it. Yeah. yeah. Did he notice? You know what? Yes, because I was sitting next to him in the actual stands, and then mom came in. You know, she got my he he doesn't think anything of it. I'm just like I'm just. He's watching. so used to it. I'm just watching. <laughs> yeah, used to mom be late. There's mom again. She's just pulling on this door. <laughs> that is I got, great. I got, I got a picture everyone, of it too. It looks like Sasquatch. Because it's through quiet. Us. It's an assembly, so that door starts getting pulled on, yeah. and then everyone's staring oh, at you. Oh, there she is. Yeah, there she is. You're the one. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm proud of your little guy. Yeah, seems, he did good, man. Seems like he had a good time. Yeah, he did good. Uh, look, we uh we get back. We'll uh. We'll knock out some rock news. Jojo and Scotty, rock news. I got some rock news here for you. You know who Gene Simmons is, right? I do. Yeah, you love that guy. Yeah, I like Gene. I'm an ace guy, but Gene's all right. He's from Kiss, and he's got a lot of money. He's trying to sell a Las Vegas property, right? Uh, it's on the market for $13.5 million. He bought it a couple years ago for $15 million. so he's taking a, a, a hit on it. And I guess he's not gotten a, getting a lot of action because he just said that he'll take cryptocurrency if someone wants to buy it. <laughs> I can pay him Bitcoin. Bitcoin, Polkadot, Litecoin, Avi. You can use any of the uh, the cryptocurrency to try and buy the house. Uh, he said, I've been an outspoken proponent of cryptocurrency from the beginning. Uh, the house is in Henderson, Nevada, about a 16-mile run from Vegas. A description says the distinctive and modern estate offers unparalleled artistic beauty, uh, beauty unrivaled anywhere in the Las Vegas Valley. Simmons bought the house. Oh, he bought the house for $10 million in 2021. Uh, he put it up for $15 million and then took it back down to $13 million. Uh, but uh, he said that his kids didn't like living in Vegas. It was too hot. They prefer being in California and Canada. Doesn't look like him, though. If I walked in, I'd be like, hey, this must be no. Gene Simmons' house. Because his all, wife does all the stuff. It's all black and white. There's fire everywhere. Yeah, you know? I looked at uh So in Arlington, Texas, uh, the guy from Pantera, the drummer, uh, Vinny, Vinny Paul, he died a couple years ago. And I guess his, his mansion in Arlington, Texas is finally up for sale. And it's like, I don't even think it's a million dollars. Nice big house. But it's disgusting inside. Like... You walk in, and it's that black and white checkered floors everywhere. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was cool once. Like the, the kitchen yeah. cabinets are black. Yeah, it's red wall. Yeah, and gaudy gold. And, and like, and it's like, okay, this is why it's not even a million dollars. Like, yeah. It's like an $800,000 mansion because you have to gut the whole thing. Like, does Gene's swimming pool look like a guitar? No, you know, Gene's, one of those Gene is a smart businessman. He knows that if you make the house look like a Kiss concert— <laughs> Gotcha. You're no, going to have yeah. a very limited audience yeah. that wants to buy your house. Because his fans don't have that kind of coin. Uh, how dare you say that? <laughs> Frances Bean Cobain. She's selling her home. Now, she's the daughter of Courtney Love and Kurt Cobain. Uh, she's been living in the Hollywood Hills. 
and she's selling it for $2.2 million. The Spanish Colonial was built in 1926. Uh, it's recently been remodeled. Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love's daughter purchased the house in Los Angeles in 2020. The home sits on nearly a third of an acre and has four bedrooms and three and a half bathrooms. The $2.2 million home has a street-level two-car garage and a guest house with its own private entrance. There was plenty of room for Francis Bean Cobain in this almost 3,000-square-foot home with a fireplace, exposed beams, and is located near Universal Studios and the big Hollywood sign. So if you want a piece of Kurt Cobain through his daughter, you can buy her Hollywood Hills home. Kurt Cobain never lived. That sounds like a beautiful house. In the, house. the exposed beams and everything else. I don't think yeah. that's a great part, though. Of uh, it, Like, people who live in L.A. tell me where, like, the studios are and stuff. It's disgusting. Yeah. All of L.A. is pretty much disgusting Yeah, like, they, they, like, like Studio City and stuff like that, where they do the prices right. That's how I remember it. Like, and, and beautiful Studio City. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. You don't want to live there. Bob Barker's getting jumped by homeless guys <laughs> walking into the set. I'm just trying to spay yeah. and neuter my dog. They compare it to West Atlantic City. Uh, beautiful downtown West Atlantic City. <laughs> uh, in a new interview, Alice Cooper has uh, was asked about his relationship with Ted Nugent. They've been friends for years. They came up through the Detroit music scene. He said, uh, he said, look, Ted's been a loudmouth my entire life, and I still love the guy. We grew up in Detroit together. Uh, he, he's his own entity, is what Alice Cooper said. Though Alice said, I don't ever talk politics. I hate politics. I don't think rock and roll and politics belong in the same bed together. But a lot of people think it does because we have a voice and we should use our voice. But again, rock and roll should be anti-political. When my parents started talking about politics, I would turn the Rolling Stones on as loud as I could. I don't want to hear politics. I still feel that way. My music and my show is designed to give you a vacation from CNN. I'm not preaching anything up there. I'm not knocking anybody. If I do uh, a thing like on elected, which we would uh, do always do during the elections, and I bring out Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton to fight, and both of them would get wiped out, that's what's funny about it. They both get wiped out. It's equal. If you're in the political theater... You better be able to take a joke, so that's okay. I don't mind the satire of politics on stage, but I don't want to talk full-on politics. He did a great commercial at uh, Baker Mayfield where he's over at the Rock Roll Hall of Fame and Baker's over at his house, which is the stadium. <laughs> and he's like, I think these are yours. And he bangs it, and Alice Cooper opens the door, and it's a pair of boots with buckles on them. And then Alice Cooper, I think he has to borrow a shovel or something. It's pretty funny. I do, even though he's not a great quarterback, I do enjoy the Baker Mayfield commercials. Yeah, they're really good, man. Yeah, like that's his house. When he's living in the stadium, yeah, and he's cutting the lawn just with a lawnmower. (laughs) The door code is six. (laughs) There you go. Some rock news for you. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station. And the ZXL Morning Show on a white trash Wednesday. I feel bad because I feel like this guy, Adam Schefter, really blew it for Tom Brady. Because Adam Schefter reports that Tom Brady's going to retire on Saturday. Right, it was either Saturday or Sunday. I think it was Saturday. And everyone had this outpouring of love for Tom Brady. And he's a guy who was very polarizing early in his career and throughout his career when he was with New England. I think a lot of people learned to like him when he left New England. Yeah, I never got to hate for Tom Brady. Guys, well, he won. A, he was Joe win. Montana. When I was a kid, I hated Joe Montana because he won now, you got all the, the time. You got the deflate gate thing, if you want to throw that in there. Was there some cheating, or was he just trying to get a little bit of an advantage? I get it. I mean, I guess. I mean, it, would anybody do that if it was It was deflate gate, and then there was uh, where they were spying on other teams, too. Yeah, where that they was, that was knew a big everybody's one. play. But, was, is that, you know, but once again, it doesn't, the guy's still incredible. I mean, okay. They, he got caught with that and then still won Super Bowl. Yeah, he still had to make And then the went play, to another sure. team and then won another Super Bowl. But I think a lot of people got to see fun Tom Brady, especially in that Super Bowl parade last year with him and Gronk. They're drunk on a boat. Oh, they're throwing the trophy he's, back and yeah, forth. He's yeah. barely yeah. standing up. It's It was like, wow, okay, here's a guy that we never saw in New England. So there was all this outpouring of love over the weekend for Tom Brady. People are like, all right, the GOAT, you know, all right, enjoy retirement. And then it was like, well, maybe he's not retiring. And then I guess he wasn't ready to put out the press release or whatever. So he did it yesterday, and I feel like it just kind of went under the radar. Right, because yeah, everyone yeah. already did their outpouring of love because of Adam Schefter on Saturday. And where did and where did Schefter get the information? Like, uh, did Tom Brady leak that? Did the team leak it? It is a Somebody shame because it should have been his. Somebody thing. got their eyes on that press release. And it should have came from him. It should have been a press conference. Yes. Hey, Brady's gonna have a press conference. Everybody's around him. Thank everybody. Well, and then you got, that's the problem with social media. Like, I understand New England fans are are are, are uh, hardcore, like right, just like Eagles fans are. But then. I guess in his his little press release, he didn't thank the New England, and New England fans are 
like going crazy because he didn't thank New England. Yeah, yeah. So it's... then the owner, you know, Robert Kraft, he's got his own issues with you know rubbing tugs. He uh, <laughs> he puts out a press release saying how much he loves Tom Brady and almost like just pouring some salt on a wound saying, hey, like, I'm going to thank you since you didn't thank us. Gotcha. Well, no, I get it. And I people it, thought yeah. that that was kind of like a, a rub towards Tom because, you know, he's still mad that Tom left. Wait for the guy to really, really announce. And I'm sure he'll have a, a whole speech that he's going to do. Oh. He's going to thank everybody. You know, just this guy, in New England. This Hasn't guy. Hasn't guy given you enough already? Is going to have one of the best post-NFL careers ever. I mean, he can do anything. Yeah. He's got enough money. Uh, he's got, if he doesn't want to do anything, he can. But I think he's he's going to be bigger and better than reporting and broadcasting. I think he's going to, I think you're going to see him do probably an ownership thing. Maybe he dives in with a guy like The Rock and they, they relaunch an XFL. I know the USFL is coming back. Does he start his own league? Well, I think Eli and Paint pretty much opened it up. That he listen, man. If you have a name in the NFL and you yeah. got a fun personality, and Tom Brady, ten, he, he does. Really, he does have a fun personality. It's like you can still be involved in football without being involved in football. Like, just talk about Paint and Eli want to buy a team. Does Brady buy a team? Who's buying a team? I don't know, man. Just live the rest of your life. You can still be involved. You're going to go to all the parties. You're going to roller skate into the Hall of Fame. You're still always a part. You're going to show oh, up to the think- games and you're going to wave and you might do a coin toss. You're still going to be involved, but. Boy, Peyton and Eli, man, you can have a lot of fun in the league and not be strapped down like a Tony Romo. And I think Tony Romo, I think the, the, right, the Tony Romo's the, doing all right, thirty million a year. I know, but <laughs> even the fire about him, it's like okay, now he's just a broadcaster. He's so, just Tony Romo. Do you think that Tom Brady will get in first ballot? <laughs> you kidding me, dude? They're going to name it the There's Tom a, Brady yeah. Hall of Fame. Think about this too. I was in college when this guy got into the NFL. Yeah, when he was starting in the NFL. I was a uh, a sophomore at the University of Tennessee. Yeah, yeah, the NFL football game. He wasn't even licensed. It was TB or Tom yeah. Brady. Twelve. I mean, you know? that's how long this guy's been in the NFL. I was. I mean, I was. I'm 42 now. I was in. I wasn't even old enough to drink. Well, how about the? I love when they flash it up. Like when Tom Brady plays against like a Patrick Mahomes. Like Patrick Mahomes was like two years old yeah. when Tom Brady broke into the league. There are guys who started after Tom Brady retired and are now coaching in the NFL while Tom Brady's still playing yeah. at a at a ridiculous level. I think some are in the Hall of Fame and you have to wait five years after <laughs> you retire to get in the Hall of Fame and they're in. And look, love love them or hate them and I know, you know, Eagles fans are like, oh, we took him down. Yeah. Nick yeah, Foles did a, f- a funny thing. And I, I don't think it was meant to be malicious. But uh there's always that thing where he never shook Nick Foles' hand after yes. the Super Bowl. Yeah. So Nick Foles put out a picture on his Twitter saying, "Congratulations to the goat on your retirement," and it's a it's a picture of him and Tom Brady shaking hands. That's great. So yeah. I mean, a little bit of a dig, but I think Eli took a couple shots at him too. They all do, man. They're all friends. When all said and Look, done, man. Eli yeah. knocked him off twice. Yes. The yes. guy only lost three Super Bowls: one to the Eagles and two to the Giants. That's uh, think about that. Ten Super Bowls, he won seven. Dude, Do you was, know he won thirteen percent of all Super Bowls? You can take a play away from every Super Bowl, <laughs> and he would have had three more. He won a Super Bowl because uh, what's his name? There was a pick right on the goal line, right there. What if they just gave it to Marshawn uh, Lynch? Yeah, Seattle. It would have just ran in. It's it. Tom Brady doesn't win that game. There's twenty two seconds left. Uh, you know who he's got to uh, his whole career to, right? Drew Bledsoe. If Drew Bledsoe doesn't get injured. I don't think we see a Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's just another Ryan Leaf. Yeah, he's just he's just there a backup journeyman. He's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, I got a pair of tickets. This awesome. It's a Beatles tribute act. The Fab Four coming to Harris. The first night's going to be the beginning Beatles. Second half is going to be the second night is going to be the second half of the career. The later Beatles. Where the do hit, I get Yellow Submarine? The later years. Okay, that'll be the hippie years. So if you want in the Fab Four over at Bull at Harris in Atlantic City, you dial up 609-677-107. 609-677-107. She loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do I get that? That's early. Early. That would okay. be the first night. Gotcha. Okay. So I got a pair of tickets for the early years, 609-677-107, the Fab Four, the ultimate tribute to the Beatles at Harris, April 22nd and 23rd. California Dreamin'. When do I get that? That's the Mamas and the Papas. So I won't get So that. you won't get that. 609-677-107. If you want to see the Fab Four, the ultimate tribute to the Beatles at Harris, 609-677-107. We get back. We'll knock out some headlines. Funny, man. I wonder if the NFL, if this is going to be the new norm. I know this Flores coach guy has got a lawsuit now against the NFL. And I think yeah. he's 
he's claiming, you know, discrimination and everything else because, you know, he's an African-American coach and maybe he doesn't feel like he got the, uh, you know, the deal that he deserved. And I like the fact that they do this and they're, you know, they do offer it for everybody to come out there with the coaches searches and everything it, else. It is, if he's telling the truth, because it's going to go either way, either they're going to, he's going to be laughed out of court or he's going to have a legit lawsuit. But the NFL is a big entity to take on. Yeah. And, uh, some of the stories that he's coming out with are great. One is Elway was uh, stinking of booze from the night before and disheveled that looked like they had just come from like a nightclub. Which is probably true. Yeah. And, and they maybe said, this like, guy they, may not have gotten a fair shake when it came to the interview And that's what he process. said. He goes, you yeah. could tell that they didn't even want to interview me. They, yeah. they just, they came in, they were an hour late. They came in disheveled, reeking of booze. And <laughs> they met with me for like 10 minutes and left. Yeah, now, if, if he ever wants to coach in the NFL again, I think this is going to hurt his chances yeah, of doing that. Yeah, I think so his I, NFL days are over. Yeah, so I, I hope he's right in whichever way this goes. Is it because, you know, did they say, did they not want to interview you or take you seriously because you're a black coach or because you were at the Dolphins, you got fired, maybe your performance, who knows? But it was a surprise because he was not a bad coach for the Dolphins. I think out of all the coaches that got fired, everyone looked at him and, like, the the Dolphins were on an upswing. Yeah, and I, he was one of the favorites in New York, and I hit, I think Mara was actually one of the guys that was going to bat for him. But their GM came from Buffalo, so they grabbed the offensive coordinator from Buffalo. So, uh, so Bill Belichick. This is an interesting <laughs> part of all this because somehow he he's, got roped in all this. He's always in the middle of something, some controversy. And when you hear what happened to John Gruden and everything else, it's like, you know, okay, is this going to bring? Because John Gruden yeah. now, he's, you're not even thinking about he's this done. guy. I don't even know if he's able to. Even, he's you know, done he's part and, and, of the parties or anything. He's and just, it's not even like Gruden got kicked out of the league and his team tanked. His team made the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, right, right. His team, right, right. The Raiders made. No, yeah, no. yeah. Uh, they were. They almost made the playoffs. Or no, I think they did make the I think playoffs. They did first round. They got booted out. But yeah, and you're so, home but, watching this team yeah. that you built. So you're it's like, not even like they were like, "Well, Gruden's such a good coach that as soon as he left, everything fell apart." They still that that guy who filled in took him to the playoffs. Sure. So now no one's thinking about Gruden anymore. So Belichick gets roped into this, and it was a text message. I'm like, oh, no. Because oh, you, immediately you start thinking, okay, there's some racist thing that happened here. Belichick yeah. drops the end. Something happened with this guy. Belichick just got duped in one of those things where he thought he uh-huh. was texting one person. I've done it. And it was we've all done it. We've all done it. And we've all sent that text. You're like, Oh no! Like I, I know jokes that I can say with other people, and like I capitalize yeah. their names, so I know not to say that joke to that guy because you know it's sensitive. It's part. Yeah, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin a relationship. I there. have sent texts bashing people to that person yes. by accident. Yeah, you got to be very conscious of all this. Like I yeah. have, I have work people that I deal with, and I have knuckleheads around the neighborhood, and the texts are way different. And, and so this is Belichick did, and he's older. Man, Belichick's I think seventy, so he's you know he's an old man using this phone. And he sends the text to the wrong person. So he thinks he's texting the head coach that got the uh, they end up getting a job in New York. This uh, the ball guy from uh, from Buffalo. So he's saying, "Hey man, I heard from uh, yo the Bills and the Giants. You're the guy." So now he's he thinks he's texting that guy. He's texting Flores. He's like, and Flores is like, "Hey, listen, I mean, I really want the job. I hope I yeah, get it." Yeah, wow, I didn't even interview. This is great. And then the next time he's like, "Hey, do you know who you're talking to?" And I, I'm pretty sure Belichick dropped the f bomb in the text, but he yeah. thought he was texting the one coach, and here he was texting. That's a tough one. He was texting the other. Hey, and, man, and you're and the Belichick favorite. Did, you're the guy. He did nothing wrong, but it's, no. it just is. It's just going to add fuel to this guy's lawsuit, saying, you know, I was, you know, New York didn't want me either. You know, I don't know. Well, to here's me, the problem too: is that he texted them that. I think it was a day before he even got the interview with New York. Yeah. So they're like, hey, it's already, already new. I'm already hearing, man. They're going with this. Again, they could not Belichick's fault. Belichick was just texting a buddy saying, hey, congrats on the job. He just sent it to the yeah. wrong phone number. And listen, everyone's interviewed for a job where they know somebody or they they, they know they're not going to get the job, but they deserve the interview. Maybe they wow him. So maybe New York just liked this guy coming from Buffalo, GM's from Buffalo. I think this guy is. I think this guy has put up with a lot. Because remember, before this guy got to Miami, they had coaches doing coke uh, in the offices. <laughs> remember that? Remember they had a, a, a coach? It was, I think, like a, a strength coach. And he admitted that he would just be bumping lines during practice. Oh, that's just football, my mother-in-law would say. And uh, and so he was, you know, he was there and he would just be, you know, he was out. Like, the Dolphins were out of control. So they bring this guy in and they kind of get everything back together. And I think he's so pissed. He's a jaded woman. Yeah. He's so mad that they broke up with him. He's going to take out fury 
on everyone. I mean, he had a hell of a run at the end there. If I'm the Dolphins, yeah. where else are you going to go, man? I, I think I would have kept this guy around. But yeah, maybe he has a case. We'll see. And he's blowing up everything because he even threw out that, uh, hey, you know, they wanted to uh, meet with Tom Brady illegally. I know, man. And, that's, that's and he's like, like, he's just, he's opening up everything. Elway's a drunk. Like, all of it is just being thrown yeah. out there. Yeah, him and Kaepernick will have a good good career. But the see, rest of Kaepernick is nowhere near the NFL. Kaepernick did it to himself. Where Kaepernick, you know, with the socks, with the pigs on it, and, you know, everybody's racist. He did it to himself. This guy seems to have a legit anger over the way he was treated in Miami. There's still some head over, there's some head, co- head coaching jobs still available, man. I think this is going <laughs> to. Not for this guy no, anymore. I think this is pretty <laughs> much going to end all that, so I hope the lawsuit's worth it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I think he's looking for a big payday. That's a private club there in the NFL, you know? Uh, look, we, uh, we get back. We'll, uh, we'll knock out some trash. Oh, I love trash. Anything dirty or dingy or dusty. Anything ragged or rotten or rusty. Yes, I love trash. Uh, it looks like it's just Neil Young's friends that are leaving Spotify. Graham Nash, who was in a band, uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, with Neil Young, has pulled his music off of Spotify. Wait, who is it? Uh, Graham Nash. No, oh, he no. was part of uh, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Now the interesting thing is, Crosby, Stills are still on. St- uh, David Crosby and Stephen Stills are still on, but I don't think Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young music has been pulled off. Just Graham Nash solo <laughs> stuff has been pulled off, which isn't a lot. Uh, so yeah, so uh, once again, I don't think Neil Young has a ton of talent in his corner right now pulling music off Spotify. Yeah, now, let me know when Pearl Jam does it. All right. <laughs> And uh, and Rogan, because uh, it's the big uh, this this big fight between Joe Rogan, the host of Fear Factor, and and Neil Young. Um, Joe Rogan's got a lot of celebrity support. I mean, The Rock came out in support of yeah, Rogan, yeah. and that's The Rock's the number one celebrity in the world. Yeah, Rogan's the man right now. I don't think I'd mess with him. Uh, I can't think of an artist that's big enough where they would say, okay, it's either you or them. It would take a couple, man. You would talk. You would have to do like the big ones: Michael Jackson, Madonna. You know your 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 top pop hits. Yeah, right. The the ones that have huge catalog. I wonder if a Madonna pulls this move. No, she likes money. She's running around. She looks like the Joker in lingerie. She's in seven. What if Michael Jackson's orangutan decides to call Spotify and said <laughs> he's I on want the out. Ferris wheel at Neverland, <laughs> and the giraffe backs me up. R. Kelly caught COVID in federal jail in Brooklyn, which led a judge to grant him a two-week extension Tuesday on his deadline to file an appeal in the racketeering case. This guy's got so many cases against him. The singer now is until February 17th to formally fight his September conviction on charges. He had sex with underage girls and bribed a state employee to create a phony ID card so he could marry the 15-year-old Aaliyah because he believed she was pregnant and thought the marriage would save him from jail. Not a good guy, uh, R. Kelly. Not a good guy. No, I heard it was him that overpacked her bag. Yeah, rest in peace, Aaliyah. She is dead. She rest was amazing, peace. man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute girl, man. Good actress, too. Yeah, she was. She was in a, a couple movies. Uh, the hundreds of lawsuits that have been filed against Live Nation and Travis Scott over the deadly World Music Festival are moving forward has one case. Dude, this is going to be nasty. Because it's 387 separate lawsuits they're going to absorb as one. Right? You're talking billions. Right. And not just yeah. like low billions. We're talking high billions. Wow, everybody's going to get paid out. Everybody's going to get yeah. paid out. Uh, congrats to Shia LaBeouf, who I I really love, man. It was that uh, the, the movie Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah, you love right? it. I love Peanut Butter Falcon. Uh, Honey Boy was the one where he played his own dad. Um, that's really good. The, the kid He's is good. He's the Transformers. He should just rode that wave, man. The kid is a good actor. Uh, he's just a little out there. And uh, him and his girlfriend are reportedly expecting their first baby together. So congrats to Sheila Booth and Mia Goth is uh, her name. Simon Cow should stay off bicycles. So he broke his neck a couple years ago riding a bicycle, right? You would think, okay, I'm going to stop riding bicycles. I'm Simon Cow. Just you know, have a car take me around. He got one of those stupid e-bikes, you know, the ones that you rent. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he crashed again. He broke uh, his arm and yeah. bruised up his face and had a concussion. Jesus. He's a yeah. terrible bike rider. Yeah, What's going on there? Is your balance very, off? Not very good, dum-dum. Yeah. Did he rip his black t-shirt? Uh, Whoopi Goldberg has been suspended for two weeks from The View because she said the Holocaust uh, was not about racism. 
And a lot of people disagree with her. What's going on with that show? Where's the cooking segment? Is it just (laughs) these girls that are just talking about... Somehow it went from, like, here, oh, like, what what laundry detergent's better to, to now it's just all out hate. And just it just yelling about nonsense that none of them are educated We're on. Talking about a Hitler, where is that? You get a car, and you get a yeah. car, and you get a car. It is sad. We miss those t- type of shows. Uh, Jennifer Lopez talked to People Magazine about her relationship with Ben Affleck. Uh, she said, "I feel so lucky and happy and proud to be with him. It's a beautiful love story that we got a second chance." That's coming from the beautiful and wonderful and talented J Lo. Uh, we'll wrap it up with this: uh, Tom Brady is finally retiring from the NFL. It is confirmed. Over the weekend, it was leaked. I don't think he was happy that it was leaked. But after 22 seasons, he's hanging it up. That's good for that Adam Schefter, because he reported it. Yeah, and Everybody yeah. went and started bashing on a, him. It was a, a couple rough days for Adam Schefter. Yeah. Now uh, he looks like the man. So, yeah, so Tom Brady is done. It, it'll be interesting to see what he does post-NFL. Because I think he's bigger than broadcasting. I mean, does he? I, I, I don't he's going to buy a team. Is he? But is he? Maybe he is fun, like an Eli and Peyton. Because these I, guys are going to ride the NFL for years. I, to I come. think he's like Peyton. He's he's bigger than than that broadcast thing. And yeah. even when Peyton does it with Eli, they do it as a joke. Right? They they're goofing on Monday yeah. Night Football. Maybe he's the third. It's Eli. <laughs> How Peyton, great and would Brady. that be? It would be fantastic. Don't you put get, it past him, man. Eli, Peyton, Ben Roethlisberger, Drew Brees, yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brady, <laughs> and they just bust balls Dude, on Monday Night Football. You know, all the greats are gone now. I know that era of great football that we watched. They're all done. I mean, Mahomes, I guess, right? Mahomes, Mahomes and is, Aaron Rodgers are the are, well. Mahomes is the uh, the younger generation. Rogers. Aaron Rodgers is the last of the older guys. Yeah, yeah, he's like the little little brother. Like, there's nobody. And uh, you know, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmagic, he's I think he's retired. Oh, he's great. He was. He was. Did you see him at the Bills game? Yeah, with his shirt he off. He was like shirtless a in the crowd yeah. with with fans. I love. Now that's the brother <laughs> that was adopted. If you want to put a family together, uh, there you go. Some trash for you. White Trash Wednesday, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. So, so my, uh, we've had a couple bad uh, flights, and unfortunately, it's been with our kids, and there's been a lot of turbulence, it's, uh, a little dicey, right, especially for our little guy. I get scared to death. And the yeah. last two flights we've had uh, have been, like, really, really bad. The mm-hmm. last one coming in from uh, Fort Lauderdale in a torrential wind and rainstorm was really bad. So now we're planning, you know, we like to take the kids away as soon as school's over, right, for a little trip. Well, guess what's off the agenda? Uh, Chicago, the Windy City. Uh, Flying altogether. (laughs) So You need a break? So now we're like, okay, well, all right, so so we don't want to fly. Like, my wife is like, I don't want to do it. The kids are like, I'm I'm really a big fan of it. And I understand how flying works. Like, it's going to happen. And when it's just me, I can deal with it, man. Okay, you know, live the good life, right? If this is, if it's my time to go, it's my time to go. If I end up on the lost island, I end up on the lost island. Uh, my kids and and my wife, not so much. So now we're planning a a trip, and it's a good old fashioned get in the family truckster road trip. Yeah, how far are you going? So we're I I know how my family works, and I know I can only put in so much driving in a day. Uh, me and my wife did twenty hours in one day once. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. That was Easter Sunday coming home from uh, Tampa. Is that you driving all 20? All 20. Oh, jeez. Nonstop. Wow. Other than the get gas, it was nonstop. It was awful. Easter Sunday, I had the, me and you were working the next day, so I had the, we, I I literally got home at like 3 a.m. and then turned around and just came right into work. So I know my kids have a limit. So I figure, all right, we want to get down to Florida, right? We we like the Miami area. We want to head down there. So I'm like, all right, if we if I leave at 11 p.m., everyone can sleep, and we'll drive to Savannah, Georgia. Okay, and that's not bad because your schedule you're only about four hours early, so you go to bed early. Yeah, I, you know, I, can, yeah. I can handle it all. I like the I like I driving in the middle of the night, and that's my schedule. And so let I'm those wide kids, awake, and let those the kids and my right. wife sleep. Right. right? Boom. Uh, it takes about 11 hours to get to Savannah. Savannah's a great town, so that we're gonna stop there. Okay, that's it for the day. We're in Savannah, Georgia. 11 hour drive. It's like noon, one o'clock, right? Okay, here we are. Uh, we're gonna stay the night, enjoy Savannah. It's got a lot of cool stuff. Take a little break, a little breather, and then we hop back in the car the next day. We drive on down to Florida, and uh, that'll take another like six, seven hours get to where we need to go. Hang out there, and then we do it all over again with another stop in the Carolinas. 
and then finally back okay. home. Okay, that's not bad. I know a buddy man; he would drive straight through to get this, his family to Disney. I'm like, yeah, I, I, man, it's, it's too. It's just too. Yeah. With, with with my wife and I, it was a lot. With the kids, a 20 hour drive, yeah, 16 hour drive. Ah, man, I my family caps at about 11 hours is going to be hard. But if they're sleeping and I'm doing it overnight, it's all on me. Yeah, we did Virginia, man. It was like seven hours to get to my cousin's house. But, we, again, we, we left at like 4 in the morning. By the time I, my kids woke up, yep. it's like we're, you know, we're yep. more than halfway there. And, and they don't want to lose a day. Yeah. I'd rather be tired than lose a whole day. Yeah. So, and, yeah. So now uh, so now we're back to being the driving family because uh, we've almost died in plane crashes. Wow. Because, I mean, you yep. are a two-hour. It's a real quick trip. Two hours right here. Yep. Spirit, you know. But then again, then you got to rent life, a car. But it's very cheap. And, but I'll tell you what. We enjoy Savannah. We've been to Savannah, and it's a fun town. I think we're going to stop in Charleston, South Carolina on the way home. Yeah, you got spots to you know, go we're gonna, to. We're, so it's going to be places we've never seen before. Yeah. We're gonna, what about you know, downtown Baltimore? Because that know, would gonna, get you. I thought about that. I, yeah. If I need some drugs, yeah. uh, maybe I need a little pep to my step <laughs> driving down, uh, I'll stop in downtown Baltimore and see what uh, see what they got. You know, the aquarium's right there. Yeah, know, I was going to stop by Phillips Seafood, maybe <laughs> grab a lobster or two. If you need a two-hour break on the way in, you know, I your love travels. the way people describe Baltimore. <laughs> people are like, "Oh, do you ever go to Baltimore?" And I'm like, "No, no, don't well, go you to never, Baltimore. You've it's never terrible. been to the Inner Harbor. Yeah, no, it's it's a crack den. Yes. with some water. Yeah, it's why would I ever? It's like yeah. going. It's like, it would be like going to somebody from Tennessee and going. Have you ever been to Camden? Yeah, if the fish could move out of Baltimore, they would have. Yeah, Baltimore is an yeah. s hole and a half. Yeah. No, I barely like driving through Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, we uh, we get back. We'll, uh, we'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Bet. You think you've got it bad. I mean, it makes sense. It's in the name. A Florida man who goes by the nickname of Psych was arrested for attempting murder after he attacked a man with a machete and bit him in the face. And it's not Psych like I psyched you out. It's psych like he's psycho. Like a psycho. Gotcha. Uh, machete is an interesting, very interesting that's weapon. A good, that's, a, yeah. that's a Florida weapon. It's almost like going like I would have said. Like, I have a samurai sword. Would I ever use it? I if have a machete. I don't know. How about this? I have a machete. You do? In my basement. What, for uh, for whacking down bushes or protection? You know me. I like to go out into the outback, and uh, and when I go there, you know, the parking lot's usually crowded because I'm trying to get the Bloomin' Onion, and I take people out with machetes. Like, if I'm going to kill a guy, and a story's going to come out, or I'm going to go to prison for killing an intruder... I want to be able to walk into jail and be like, hey, what'd you do? I killed someone with what? Samurai sword. Oh, sh- leave this guy alone, Dude, man. Don't a, touch him in the showers. A, a machete death. I've watched YouTube clips of people getting killed with machetes and also Apocalypse Now. It's how they kill Marlon Brando. Ooh, it's not a fun death. It's a slice. Is it a slice or is it a jab It's more through? of a chop. It's like a half axe, half, half, yeah. It's like a half slice, half chop. You go to the top of the shoulder or something well, that's like what, that? That's Apocalypse Now, man. They're, they're, they're killing Marlon Brando like a cow. They cut a cow's head off. It's... Yeah, and this is all machete style. Yeah. Uh, what were we talking about? A guy. His oh. name is Psych. Uh, he killed a guy, or attempted to kill a guy by uh, hitting him with a machete and uh, biting his face. Uh, Psych approached a man who was waiting for a ride to work and asked him for money outside of a supermarket. When the man refused, uh, Psych started to hit him with a broomstick. When he began to defend himself, Sanders pulled a machete from his waistband and continued the attack. The victim, identified only as Donald, received a large laceration on the top of his head and his ribcage area, as well as several abrasions across his body after hitting the victim multiple times. Sanders then bit him in the face and took $350 and a phone. Donald walked to a nearby gas station to ask for help and was taken to a hospital where he was treated and released after several staples to the top of his head. Sanders was arrested on Saturday after the victim reported seeing him outside of the same supermarket again, being scared that he would attack him again. How tight was that drawstring that it holds up a machete? pretty good yeah that's that's how i hold on to my machete too uh did you i put it up on our facebook page facebook.com forward slash jojo and scotty there was a brawl that broke out in a golden corral this you know what it. i saw it i didn't see the actual fight but why the golden okay nah, it's, yeah, uh, it so it's pennsylvania they think yeah. it was over steak dozens of people got into an all-out brawl that was caught on video at the golden corral buffet in pennsylvania after the eatery ran out of steak video of the Friday incident shows a mob of patrons hurling punches and chairs, including baby seats. Yeah, so the move was you know those big wooden baby seats? Yeah, well, yeah. So they were using those like baseball bats. Gotcha. And and then one guy got smart and started using them like uh, hockey sweaters. He was taking it 
like the base and putting it over people's heads. So they can't see. So they can't. <laughs> it would be all disoriented. It's a great video, and it's up at Facebook.com forward slash JoJo and Scott. I, I understand the frustration there, though, because you are there at Golden Corral. I don't know what want, night it is, but if you're there for like the 14, steak. It's like 14, 15 bucks. Yeah. You want, you want to be able to t- grab a piece of steak and put it in the chocolate fountain and, and, and just <laughs> chew it up. And the, even on the Facebook page, I said, if someone was there and they took the last piece of breaded deep-fried bacon, it'd be on. It's a big deal. All right, the head would go right in the cheese whiz. Uh, so this was in Ben Salem, PA. Uh, and I missed the Golden Corral in EHT. Uh, it never opened up after COVID. Oh, it's still closed. It's still closed. No, I know. It never opened up early enough for us. I know. I used would to be always bum us out. Yeah, they, would only, day. they would only do breakfast on the weekends. I used to go there. I'd bang on the door and look at the manager in his uh, eyes. and be like, so hey, sad. can I get in? Remember we saw, didn't didn't Santa Claus rob somebody in their parking lot no, once? No, Santa Claus was there, but there was a domestic thing inside the car. Uh, the cops had to come. That's right. The guy was beating up a woman, and Santa Claus just walked by. Yeah, remember they were trying to shield their kid's eyes so they didn't yeah. see it go down? and the cops tackled the guy, arresting him while Santa was there watching it. And the one kid in the car said, what do you want for Christmas? He said, for Dad not to hit Mom anymore. <laughs> oh, memories. <laughs> hey, uh, we're back to Florida. A Florida man was arrested last week after allegedly battering a female victim with hot Roman noodles. <laughs> or I should call ramen. Uh, officers responded on Friday morning to a domestic disturbance call uh, where sheriff deputies spoke to a woman and said she was struck with the noodles thrown by Brandon Smith following a dispute over the guy letting his dog sleep on the bed. After Smith hit her with the noodles, the woman alleged he then struck her on the back with a hot pan. Uh, when questioned by cops, Smith said that he woke up and began making a pot of ramen noodles. The victim, he claimed, was chasing the dog around and fell on top of the noodles on the stove. Uh, the man was ultimately arrested for domestic battery and booked in jail where he's being held on a $5,000 bond. I get that. It's embarrassing, but it's not going to hurt anybody. The pan. The, the ramen the pan, noodles yeah. getting thrown at her. Okay. But the pan hitting her in the head with it. I guess that's And it so was good. hot. Yeah. That's that's a tough one. But the noodles didn't hurt her. Ramen noodles are disgusting. I know people love them, but they really are. Yeah. I remember my son liked them for a little bit. I don't think they're good for your body. Oh, no, dude. They're all sodium. <laughs> I mean, you might as well just drink a bottle of salt. There you go. Those people, they have a bad. You, not so much. I have to get a tattoo removed off of my back. <laughs> now, it was a kid. Now, and I, I do have to get a tattoo removed uh, off my back. So. We should go together because yeah. uh, mine was a kid. Now, he had a, um, a Chevy T-shirt on and he's urinating on a Ford symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I recently has I made the switch. I'm not a Chevy guy anymore. I just got a Ford. So now I have to get it switched over. Now the kid with the Ford shirt has to be urinating on the Chevy symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was always the big competition back in the day, uh, Chevy and Ford. Uh, and then uh, and then Toyota came in the game, and everyone's like, "Wow, there's just better trucks." Well, how about this, right? So I'm trying. I decide to uh, to switch trucks. Mine had a ton of miles on it. My my wife wanted a lot more room for the kids in the back, uh, so I'm like going around and around. I'm like, hmm. Now what? Tra- I'm trying to go through. I'm on Google. Like, what's the better truck? And I'm watching Yellowstone, right? Yeah. They all have Dodge Rams. I'm like, okay, if it's good enough for the Dalton or Dutton, what's it, Dalton? Uh, Dutton. The Dutton Ranch. Yeah. I was like, maybe I go, maybe I go with the Dodge Ram. But I did my research and I decided to go with a uh, with a Ford. The F one fifty has been like the number one truck for the last uh, as long as I twenty years, twenty five yeah. years. Yeah, it's it's built Ford strong, is what they call. Yeah, it. Yeah, I don't yeah. think it, you know you got the guy from Dirty Jobs. He does the commercials. I don't think you can go wrong. And now I do that thing where I wave at other Fords and they look at me like, that's it. Why yeah. is this? guy waving yeah, at me. Throw the finger up like yeah. you're like you're in a jeep. Yeah, that's like a that's a, like a jeep thing. So. Yeah, so now you gotta you gotta uh, trade in all your Chevy gear. Yeah, my Chevy hat goes away. Tattoo has to get covered. I tell you what, it's a it's a great time to trade in your car because you get top dollar for your you trade in. Yeah, but it's also it's like the housing market. It's a terrible time to buy one yep. because now you're just it kind of offsets it, it, itself. everything equals out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, and trucks are so ridiculous now. Because it used to be like, hey, man, you know, for $30,000, you can get a nice nice truck. Yeah. They laugh at you now yeah, at $30,000. Yeah, yeah. like, I it, traded in my car for thirty. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I traded in my car with 80-some thousand miles on it with bad tires, and I got almost $30,000. Yeah, because they, they just need cars. But then you're, you're paying top dollar yeah. for the next car you're getting. But, yeah, Ford, Ford went through a rough time. So did Chevy. In like the '80s, man, American, you know, the American car. Uh, uh, well, here I comes Toyota. American. Here comes Toyota. Well, I mean, like, well, I guess this all about what are the they American doing? car industry as a whole was bad. I mean, dude, remember we had like the Plymouth Reliant, 
like your Buick Centuries. The Ford Escorts. Like, yeah, like they were just bad cars. <laughs> they weren't good. They were gas guzzlers. The trucks were awful. You, 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 and, and then, yeah, you got people like Toyota who came in with the small trucks. Subaru came in with, uh, with, with like, the Brat, you know? <laughs> and I, I guess... You, you had, and you, uh, even Mazda came in with a truck, and it was like, okay, we don't need these big trucks. We can have these little trucks. They're good on gas. And then it, it wasn't, the, I think, the late 90s that Ford really stepped back into the game. And yeah. I think Chevy... Chevy's done a, a, a good job in the in the last ten or fifteen years, but there was a run there where yeah, a, an American truck was a was rough. And Toyota seemed to be like one of the top Dude. trucks now. And it's they're you hard know? to get a hold of. They're yeah. expensive. Yeah, Dude, that that Toyota. Toyota Tacoma is a fantastic truck. Yeah. just hard to get your hands on it, especially you know now it, with this microchip thing. Surprisingly, I get the same terrible gas mileage that I did with <laughs> yeah. my uh, Chevy as I do with my Ford. That's what uh, it does suck because uh, now, like, the whole big thing is like trucks. People love having trucks. Yeah, boy, uh, it's not fun when gas is high. No, no. $70 to fill up. Yeah. $70. That's $70. That's $70. Do you know that's three tanks for me? <laughs> you know, I, I, I finally realized how much it, it cost me almost, I guess, maybe a little over $100 to get back and forth to work. Yeah. Like every day? Or like, about, it feels like every day. It does feel like it. Now it does that thing where I stop, and it throws me off because it wants to shut down. And then yeah. I hit the then I hit the gas, and it, I turn that feature off. I don't like, like that. I, I don't That's know, not. Yeah. I don't care what I'm saving here. To me, the car is stalled at a stoplight, so I'm I don't wrong. like the ones that yeah will will completely shut off at, at yeah. red lights. That does suck. Still can't park it though. Yeah, you see me trying to get into the daycare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hit the curb, go up the curb. Uh, everybody, thank you for your calls today. They're always welcomed on the show. Glad when you're all a part of it. Stay there. We'll kick off that rock block. It is 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. I'm over smiles with you. Smiles with you. And when you're laughing. When you're laughing. Oh, you're laughing. Oh, you're laughing. Mm, when the sun comes shining through. Shining through. When you're crying. When you're crying. You bring on the rain. Stop your side. Stop your side. Won't you be happy again? Happy again. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. Keep on smiling. Keep on smiling. And the world will smile. You are rocking out, man. I know. You guys are awesome. I love looking at you guys on my way to work. She was like, yeah, yeah, warm it up, chip. And I'm like, I'm about to. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. How you doing? Yeah, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? Vegas, man. Oh, God. Is it my radio, or is, are you only broadcasting in mono? Joe Biden! This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. better. Like, if you're yeah. on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, yeah. man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!